What up, everybody? It's your boy, Nasty Backpack, and we made it through the week. First week of the new year. It's Friday. What's good with everybody? Today's January 4th, four days into the new year's 2019. I hope everybody's being blessed. Hope everybody had a great week, a great holiday. Uh, but let's get to the fuck shit. Kanye West and Kim K introducing their fourth brand new baby coming up. They're doing a, a cigarette. Is that what it's called? Cigarette? Some shit like that. That's when you get another chick to have your baby. But you implant the seeds of both parents into this woman. It's a little bit freaky, a little bit crazy. They say Kim K can't can't uh, have babies anymore, which is kind of crazy. Pretty crazy. I don't know how I feel about that. Man, you can't have no more. They don't have no moss. But um, Congrats out to them, however they got to do it, how the job got to get done, got to get done. I think it's more that Kim K don't want to fuck up that pretty little body of hers. But, you know, who, who am I to say? Anyway, so yeah, they're having their, they're, find out, they first found out they're pregnant. Um, Pretty crazy. Kanye West in the news again, as always, he just... For some reason, he loves keeping his name in the news. I mean, Kanye West has to be the most saltiest motherfucker on the planet. He goes back and starts tweeting at Drake once again for following his his wife back in September. Um, pretty crazy. Crazy part is that most of Kardashians love Drake. You know, they all love Drake. They all live in the same neighborhood. Um, her, Drake and Chris text probably every single day. Um, Drake has a relationship with all of the girls, all the, all the Kadashes. Plus, you know, like, I don't think Kim K holds the name. I don't think she's the poster girl of the Kardashians anymore. I think that now that brand is so big that you know, Kim K can fall back now and the name will still stay uh, super big just because they're all super big celebrities. They're all A-list celebrities now. But Kim K is the only one that probably feels a type of way. And the only reason she feels a type of way is because Kanye is in the picture. If Kanye wasn't in the picture, Drake would definitely be dicking her down. Uh, That's facts. But... As a good woman is supposed to do, she comes running to the aid of her crazy-ass husband. But, um, yeah, Kanye West, there's, you know, they're super, and you know they're super salty at, at Drake, you know. Drake has a good relationship, like, like I said, he has a good relationship with all the family, uh, including the Jenners, if, uh, y'all recall, Drake just had his huge, um, his huge New Year's Eve party. And um, that was probably one of the biggest parties that at least I've seen. Um, 
the Jenner, the Jenner girls were there. They did show up. Um, Travis showed up. LeBron showed up. Um, anybody that was anybody showed up. Chris Breezy showed up. Um, you know, all the major celebs were there. And, um, you know, you know Kanye has to feel a type of way when you know all the biggest names in the game are showing up to Drake's party and you and Kim didn't get the invite. <laughs> um, that, that gots to, that gots to hurt, uh, majorly, especially when the Jenners, the Jenners, Kylie and Kendall show up. They there, they in the building. Probably had the fucking great ass time. <clears throat> um, but, you know, Kanye has, I mean, the more Kanye goes at this, the more he goes at Drake, Drake is the biggest name in the game, that's facts, like, you're not, there's no name better than, bigger, bigger or better than Drake right now, like, Drake, one, um, he just, he's playing the game right, he's not, he's not doing anything that, that's gonna put him in any kind of trouble, um, you know, so he's playing the game right. So he could be branded by tons of sponsorships. Um, <clears throat> you saw what he did with Apple. You see, you see what he's been doing. You know, he had his deal with Adidas that 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 blew up because of Kanye. Um, and does Kanye feel really serious, sincerely bad about these issues? I don't. I don't think he does. <clears throat> I think he regrets it, but I don't think Kanye is the type of person that feels bad about shit that he does. I mean, we've seen Kanye for years do stupid, crazy shit from snagging the mic out of fucking um, Taylor Swift's hand to fucking going out and saying fucking slavery was a fucking choice on TMZ. Um... <clears throat> so you know, Kanye West has lost a lot of credibility over the over the years. You know, his fallout with Jay Z. You know, and it just shows you. You know, Kanye don't like most of the issues that Kanye has is because of Kanye being just Kanye. So I don't think Kanye feels bad about about the issues that he started with Drake. And the whole reason this shit started was because. Kanye reached out to Drake for Drake to ghostwrite on his album. I don't even know what the fuck that album was called. It was seven seven songs of that was just pure trash. <coughs> Honestly, the best song that was on there was the one that Drake fucking helped him with. You know, he, he called Drake up. Drake is going back and forth to Wyoming to help out Kanye West. And Kanye West turns around, spits in his face... Leaks information <clears throat> to Pusha T that that Drake gave him. You know, Drake played some music for him out there. Kanye listened to it. You know, the, those the songs that Kanye listened to, you know, were meaningful and they had they had information in the songs. <clears throat> These are some of the songs that were on Scorpion. And um, not only did Kanye deceive. Drake, but he also produced the hit diss track that Pusha T put out. I forgot what it was called. 
But um, that shit was aimed straight at Drake. Drake responds with the with his diss track, and then Kanye leaks some more information. And this is all in theory, but I'm pretty sure. I mean, Kanye denies all this. He denied that he said anything. But if we put all the pieces together, <clears throat> and we're gonna put those pieces together. So one one thing that Kanye leaked to Pusha T was that he had this child. He had a child, and he was gonna use that child to promote some stuff, and he was gonna and and. Unravel the truth about this child that nobody knew about. Um, I mean, we all heard the rumors, so we all kind of knew. But but you know, it wasn't nothing was official. So Kanye West leaked that information. Kanye West got that information from Drake when Drake played him. Um, I forgot what song it was off the Scorpion album. It was on side B or the second disc. This. But, um, you know, it kind of talked about his child and his issues with his family and mom. And, he, and you know, not that he had issues with his mom, but <clears throat> the stuff that he used to tell his parents about complaining about, you know, his <clears throat> about their divorce, you know, kind of coming back on him now. Because now he has to, has to co-parent a child rather than being a full-time dad and, and with the mom. Which we all know Drake would probably much prefer that, but that's just not the way shit all works out. It doesn't always work out like that for anybody. But, <clears throat> sorry guys, I'm just getting over this cough still. But, um, so that was one thing that Kanye West did that was deceiving to Drake. The second thing was, um, the whole Adidas thing. You know, <clears throat> Drake had his deal with Adidas. So, um... You know, he was going to promote the, ch- the birth of the child. who's calling his line Adadon. Ad- Ad- Adonis. Adonis is what I'm sorry. And, uh, you know, so that was... That was the whole shit that Pusha T's sucking this track story of Adadon was about. Was about this child that Drake has... <clears throat> and it was about his rollout for Adidas that was going to come out, I think, that same week or the next week or when the album was coming out. But it was coming out super quick. And, you know, who, who Kanye West has Yeezys and he's on Adidas, the, the Adidas team. So who else would know that Drake is on the Adidas team besides Kanye? <clears throat> They're on the same team. Team, uh, Drake Drake was getting his his line for Adidas. Kanye's already been there with his line, so that's strike number two. Then the third strike, producing the diss track that was aimed at at Drake. So there's three strikes of the so-called friend that Kanye West claims he is, and now everything that has unraveled from this. Um. Kanye has put blame on everybody else. Um, he keeps giving these mediocre apologies, and um, <clears throat> everything that happens is happening to Kanye West right now. He, he 100% deserves it, and he's getting what he asked for. You know, when you're being disloyal, 
like this is the shit that's gonna unravel from that disloyalness and um you know that's just that's just how the game is played when when you're playing with fire <laughs> which Kanye was playing with fire going at the Drake I mean like you gotta like Drake has already surpassed your your celebrity your rap genius he, he's already surpassed all that you know besides your production um <clears throat> Drake is a bigger bigger artist than you there ain't no artist on this planet that's bigger than Drake right now Drake touches all genres that he wants to touch and succeeds in all genres that he wants to touch in um so you know you can't sit here and use your mental health to say you did this or you did that because Kanye West you're just full of shit bro you're full of shit um and it's sad because you're making your wife full of shit and you know it's just she deserves better than that um hopefully you get your shit together I don't think you could ever fix this because um, you created it. So it's going to be hard to, to bounce back for this. But one thing that is um, that Kanye West did just tweet about. Um, and this got me super excited because I'm the, I'm the biggest fan of this person. One of the biggest fans of this person. He's, he's actually a really, really big inspiration of mine is Joe Rogan. Joe Rogan has a Joe Rogan podcast. And today Kanye tweets out. Spoke with Joe Rogan. Podcast coming soon. Like, this is going to be a very, very, very dope podcast for for um, Joe Rogan. Uh, this is going to be huge. I mean, all of Joe Rogan's podcasts are dope. I mean, he has people on that I never even knew about or even heard about. And I still love watching those podcasts. So to have... Kanye West on there, and Joe Rogan's always had rappers on there, like, you know, I've, I've seen a lot of different artists come on there, um, but this one is gonna be huge, because, um, you know, Joe Rogan's not, it's not really like Joe Rogan's sister interviews you, Joe Rogan lets you get comfortable, and basically asks, goes after the obvious questions without making them making you feel like you're under pressure where you have to be like like you're getting interviewed at, you know, MTV or, you know, Complex or some shit like that. You know, this is this is more of a genuine type style podcast where, you know, he just asks the obvious questions. He doesn't go after you and, you know, he just, like, bro, what's going on type questions, you know? Like, man, we see you, like... We see you out there, like, why? what is the reason for this? Like, So I think that would be a very, very dope podcast. I'm definitely looking forward to it. Can't wait to hear it. I, um, and I just I just can't wait. It's a good way to start off 2019. It's definitely a good way to start it off. But um, we're going to take a little break. We're going to let, let a word from the sponsor. Uh, and then we'll be back. It's Nasty Backpack. Stay tuned. And we're back, y'all listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast. It's your host, Nasty Backpack. 
and breakup season is among us. Man, it seems like everybody is out here breaking up nowadays. Uh, one of the big breakups that kind of has me a little bit sad about this is the um, uh, Tony Braxton and y'all know. Okay, that's my Birdman impression, but I got to work on that a little bit. Birdman and Tony Braxton break it off, and they were engaged. Um, it's crazy. It's crazy. Uh, 2019, everybody's getting rid of the extra baggage. Going into 2019, uh, man, I thought I thought Tony Braxton and Birdman were going to be the next power power couple in the game, you know. Um, but. You know, Birdman, 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 Birdman. Um, I don't, I, I, honestly, I didn't see Birdman really <clears throat> finishing strong with, with Tony Braxton. Just because Tony Braxton is around the same age as Birdman. Uh, if not older, I'm, I'm not sure. But she's, she's still very, very, very cute. She's super hot for, for being Tony Braxton. But, um. Yeah, they break off their engagement. Um, it's pretty crazy. It's pretty crazy. Not definitely not expected. Um, but Bur- I, I see Birdman. If Birdman's gonna settle down, he's gonna settle down with with uh, with a chick that's probably barely legal. Um, you know, you know, Birdman like them young ones. You know, he's you know. You saw him kissing little Wayne when little Wayne was young. He he want, he want some he wants some young meat. Uh, but I definitely I definitely did see Birdman settling down with Tony Braxton. I wanted them to because I like Tony Braxton, but um, she's just she's too much of the too close in age where <clears throat> I knew it wasn't gonna work out. Cause you know when when Birdman hits sixty, Tony gonna be hitting around sixty. You know so. Sex, sex ain't fun when you're having it with a 60-year-old chick. I'm just kidding. I don't know. I wouldn't know. That's something I wouldn't know. I don't know if the pussy still gets wet at that age. I don't know. I don't know. But, um, yeah, so they break it off. Playboy Cardi and Iggy Azalea. This one's crazy to me. Uh, Iggy just, you know, was all over YouTube and the gram and everything. Um... Showing off the new Lambo Hurricane that she bought. Playboy Cardi and car- Playboy Cardi dumps the chick. And it's keeping the car. What do y'all think about that? Should, should Playboy Cardi give the car back? Or or do you does he keep the car? Does the ex even want the car back since so she bought it as a gift? What do y'all think about that? Uh, I was in a similar situation. Um, honestly, anytime I gift something to somebody, if we have a fallout or anything like that, I never ask for that gift back. I've, I've been in this situation on both ends. Um, I've gifted stuff, you know. If, it, if it's an engagement and I give a girl a ring, I'm not asking for the ring back. I don't even care how much it's worth. Um, I'm not asking for it back. I'm not asking for gifts that I gifted back. I'm not asking for any of that back. I'm 
if I'm breaking up, I'm more set on the breakup where um, that's the only focus that I have and, and moving on and, and making myself a better me coming out of that relationship because that's the, that's the main reason for a breakup is that um, I, I find myself not being me and not being happy. So that's why I would want to pull out of a relationship um, does Playboy Cardi feel that way? I don't know. I don't know, but he's going to be whipping in the new Lambo, at least for the time the time being. But, um, yeah, that's a crazy, that's a crazy breakup. That's a crazy breakup. Um, you know, you have the Cardi B and, and Offset thing. I don't know if, I don't know how official their breakup is. I don't know if they're going to stay broken up. I don't know. Um... Another crazy breakup, uh, the Ronnie from Jersey Shore and Jen Harley. Ronnie is not handling that breakup very well. Um, Jen's house was just vandalized, and there is surveillance tape of fucking Ronnie going down there and fucking smashing this shit. This is Ronnie, dude. You've been this way since Jersey Shore. You made a shitload of money. Like, you're a celebrity now. Why are you still getting caught up with these hoes, bro? Why are you still fucking finding yourself fucking up, man? Like, you're fucking... You got the fucking shit ball in your court to be great. Why are you tricking yourself? Why are you tricking your own money? Why are you, like... Like, man, you know we're going to get fucking probably a lawsuit out of this. You're probably going to do some fucking jail time out of this. And... Like, man, you just got to be a smarter motherfucker. Like, like, why do you want to put yourself in a situation where, where you're going to end up in jail? So you're going to be away from, from the outside world. You're going to fuck up all your money because fucking you're going to lose everything you guys, everything that you're working hard to get over a fucking chick, bro. Like, why do guys do this? Why do guys put themselves in positions where women fucking bring out the worst in them. I know women do that regular, like, that happens in relationships, but once the shit's over, it's over, just walk away from it, like, you, 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 you rebuild yourself, and that's, 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 like, honestly, the best thing from a breakup is, is the rebuilding process, like, you start doing shit that, that, that you enjoyed again, and things that you put to the side become important again, but some guys just can't get over it, and Ronnie, you are one of them guys. You, you stay stuck on these chicks. Um, you start getting abusive towards them. And, you know, you start shaming them. And, and you just can't walk away. And sometimes you just got to walk away. Like, it's not always cheaper to try to keep her. And she's, she's already gone, bro. She's gone. And, and you just need to be gone with it. Like, man, there's so many fish in the sea. There's so many great people out there. If if you were willing to throw the, the one that you love away and say, this is not the one for me, then there's others out there that are going to be just as great and better that, that you know, it, it, you can find a girl. There's a girl out there for everybody, but you can find a girl that has all the characteristics that you love and won't have any of the characteristics that remind you of your ex or... or or bad habits, any of that, like, they're out there, bro, you just gotta look, but, but, to go fucking smashing her shit up, and, and vandalizing her, man, that shit is, uh, man, not respected for one, it shows what kind of douchebag you fucking really are, like, 
I can't stand guys like this. Like, um, my, my wife might kill me for this, but in, in her past relationship, she came out of a 10 year relationship with the, with the father of her stepkids. And the whole time she was in that relationship, this dude was abusive. He was controlling, manipulative, womanizer. Like, he was the worst piece of shit that was out there, you know. And uh, and my woman, my girl, my wife is a beautiful lady. Like, she has a beautiful soul, beautiful spirit. She's a beautiful person. So, to find herself in this situation, you know, and, and couldn't get out of it. So, when she finally got out of that relationship, um, this motherfucker still came and, and would womanize her, would abuse her, would break her shit. Um, I remember <clears throat> before me and my wife hooked up and when we were just kind of like just friends, we, we used to work with each other. Um, one time fucking uh, she came to work and she was telling us that her tires got slashed. And this is right before Christmas time. Like this is uh, mid-December, like, and, um, she comes to work, her tires got slashed, her windows got broken, and, um, <clears throat> we just thought that was crazy, you know, well, when I actually got with my girl, which was a couple weeks later, that's when I found out what really happened, and, uh, it was this piece of shit motherfucker who, who slashed her tires and broke her shit, and by that time, I, my girl had already fixed all her stuff, and everything was already fixed, but just the fact that, uh, that guys are like that just fucking really rubbed me wrong, and, and I definitely had to put a stop to that right then there, day one, and, uh, haven't had any issues with that since, but just the fact that that's how, uh, guys can be, it's just fucking crazy, I don't know, I don't know, um, I don't know what causes guys to be like that, but, um, it's definitely a trait that in my eyes is never respected. Like, once a girl says she doesn't want to be with you, <clears throat> let her go. Leave her alone. And, um, that's it. You know, that should be it. Yeah, if a girl truly doesn't want to be with you, I don't see what what trying to fight for that girl or, or trying to cause issues is going to get you. Like, one, it's going to get you probably locked up or your ass beat. Or worse, um, you're not gonna win anybody back acting like that. Like you're not gonna get her back. It, it, all it's gonna do is just lead. You, if you put out negative um, energy, it's gonna, it's just gonna stay negative. You know, you're not. Nothing good is gonna come out of that. I'm not sure if Ronnie and the chick have kids together. Um, but if if you do, man, this is gonna fuck you up with your kids too. It's gonna. What's going to happen is is restraining orders are going to start getting put out. If there's not one already out there. If there's a restraining order out there and you're caught on surveillance, there you go, bro. You just violated your fucking restraining order. And uh, that should be automatic jail time. So we'll just have to kind of take... Uh, we might just have to take uh, a second to get some more, some more news out of this. It kind of just get the more details of what exactly happened, but I did see, I did see images floating around of Ronnie on the surveillance camera, smashing the surveillance camera like a fucking dumb fuck, so, uh, I mean, 
I don't wish jail on nobody, but man, like, like you gotta be a stupid motherfucker to go back to your ex's house, which I'm sure the judge told his ass to stay away. Like, you have no business there. Like, you guys are done. You guys are over. Like, let it be. Leave it alone and, and just move on. Like, at the end of the day, you're still, you can still be a great person. You still got all your success. And and that should be enough for you to move on and, and still have a great, bright future. But when you're doing stupid shit like this, you deserve whatever you, whatever, whatever outcome comes out of it, you deserve 100%. You're going to have to spend a shitload of bread on lawyer fees now. Um, and that still might not keep you out of jail. Like, yeah, it's just... It's just dumb, man. It's dumb on every fucking level. Like, leave these girls alone if they don't want to be with you. And this goes out to all guys. If, if there's a girl that you're with and she doesn't want to be with you no more, leave the bitch alone. Like, it's not worth... Um, it's not worth trying to keep something... That's not there anymore. Like I, I heard a saying one time, and, and the saying was, "Once a good girl goes bad, she's gone forever." And to me, that that stuck with me because um, when I was with my kid's mom, my kid's mother, uh, my first kid's mother. I only I only have one kid. I have two kids' mothers. Uh, I have three kids that are actually mine all together. Two were from my very first relationship. <clears throat> and I have one with my wife now. But when I was with my kid's mother, I was young. You know, I had my daughter at 15 years old. And, um, you know, um, like I was, a, I was, I was barely growing. I, I had no business having kids and I had no business being in a relationship because I still wanted to hang out with my friends. I still wanted to chase girls. And I did that. I, I I loved women and I went after women all the time and and was good at it. I was good at good at pulling in chicks. And um, you know, my out of all the times I cheated, my girl never the, the girl I was with never cheated not one time. It wasn't until we officially broke up, she moved out, and then as soon as she moved out, it hit me like fuck. I want my family back. I want my I want my girlfriend back. I want my relationship back. And um, she was already she like started talking to other guys. She had like a she had one of her friends that that was like really mentoring her on how to get over me. And and she was going full force. So they would she was taking this girl. She took my my ex to, to go meet guys, and once my girl, once my ex got a taste of that, she was gone forever, and I couldn't get her back. I tried and tried and tried, um, and then she gave me a second chance, <clears throat> and then I caught her cheating the very first day, and still talking to all the guys that um, that she had just met and all this shit, and I I was like, okay, this is shit is obviously over because she. She was a good girl, and then when she went bad, it was that relationship was over, and I couldn't, I couldn't even try not, no more after that could I have tried, um, because it, it, it hurt, it hurt, and it probably, I don't know, but <clears throat> regardless, like, once a girl goes bad, they're gone. You just, you move on, you move on, because then you meet really great people afterwards, and I met 
Like, I, in order for me to get here where I'm at now, I had to go through that then. And um, I'm in a way better place now. I, I love where I'm at. I love my wife. Um, I love my beautiful kids, my beautiful stepkids. And um, life is life is good. I'm truly, truly blessed. And just having my family alone, you know. So, um, yeah, you know, like I said, like, leave, like, don't, don't sit there and make things worse. I never made things worse for my, my baby mama when, when we broke up, even though she was moved on and she, all I did was like, all right, I'm just going to kill you with kindness. I'm not going to show that I love you anymore. I'm not going to, I'm not going to try to go after you anymore. I'm not going to do that to myself because I have self-respect at the end of the day. And at the end of the day, I'm not going to, um, bring myself down for no chick, you know, I, I, I carry too much pride for that shit, so I definitely won't, like, once you tell me you don't love me no more, and there's somebody else, then I, I let it be, and I move on, because there's tons of millions of billions of girls out here that, that are single, <clears throat> and need a new motherfucker in their lives, and, um, but yeah, that, that, that's my only thing on that, Ronnie, Grow up, bro, and hopefully, you know, you learn from this shit and uh, you learn to move past this shit and leave uh, Jen alone because <clears throat> it takes two to tangle and it takes two to fuck a relationship up, and uh, I'm sure you both did that. So, um, moving moving on from, from the whole breakup shit, let's talk about some new relationships. Uh, I mean, this is just a rumor right now, I don't know how official it is. But there's rumors that Safari and Erica Mena got secretly married. Um, they're, mo- they're both loving hip-hop stars right now. So I don't know if this is like a plot twist on loving hip-hop. But um, this is this is a pretty crazy thing if they did, you know. I mean, Erica Mena... Um, it, it's, it's super crazy to me because I know... If you know who Erica Mena is and you watch Love and Hip Hop from the past, um, you would remember that Erica Mena and Sin Santana were were dating on Love and Hip Hop. I don't know how official that shit was. Like like I said, it's it's a show, so I don't know. You know, we don't know if shit's done just for the show because uh, Mona Scott loves that shit. But um, they were dating. And Joe Button is on Love and Hip Hop now again with his fiance Sin Santana, and Safari is on Love and Hip Hop, and now he's married to Erica Mena, who used to date Sin, and Joe Button and Safari are good friends. Like, do they all hang out and have dinner together? And like, <clears throat> how how awkward is that, or how awkward is that not? Like, that's some crazy shit because they're all tied into each other. You know, Safari's newly tied into it, but because he's friends with Joe Button, Joe Button's married to, or engaged to Sin Satana. Sin Satana used to date and eat the shit out of Erica Mena and vice versa. Like, <clears throat> what's that? What's that like at dinner? I don't know, but that shit confuses me. But, um,. If y'all don't know who Erica Mena is, besides that, she was also engaged to Bow Wow for a while. Um, but I don't think anybody should be engaged to Bow Wow for a while, because Bow Wow, as old as Bow Wow is, 
he's very much still immature. Um, I mean, we just, if you watch him on Growing Up Hip Hop, his kid is, he has a little kid mentality. Um, and he just, he's been having that young kid mentality. Like, you never hear, you never really hear good shit. <coughs> Sorry, guys. You never really hear good shit coming out of, from Bow Wow. You know, you don't see him doing major things. And, um, I think it's partly because of the lack of focus. I don't know who's in his corner or on his team or who's managing him, but they're definitely not managing him right. Because when Bow Wow was at the peak of his success, it was because he was doing a lot of acting, you know, like the, the whole rapping thing for Bow Wow, that shit's cool if you're, as long as you're focused, you got things to keep you focused, but but you were doing better with your music when you were also doing great with the acting. Now that you kind of put the acting down a little bit and you just focus primly on the music, you're just doing a whole lot of fuck shit and a whole lot of, you know, you're, you're taking pictures of private jets, claiming it's yours from the coach window. Um, you're fucking paying fans to chase you and shit. Like, like you're better than that too. Like, I don't see why these Man, you guys got such big platforms to, to, you know, really make shit happen for you. And, and you, you are a legend, Bow Wow. You, you, you've done, you have all the accolades as a legend. You've been doing it. You've been in the game since for 25 years. That's more than most rappers right now. But um, you're just not making, like, you just, business-wise, you're not making the best decisions. You know, sometimes... Um, you know, you gotta. You're, you, I, I just noticed that you're you're at your best when you're doing multiple things at the same time. You're staying busy. When you're when you're focused on just one thing, like what? Ha- like you were making great movies. You got great movies out there. You know, lottery ticket. I, I watched that shit just the other day, and I thought, man, this was a great movie. A funny movie it kept me entertained the whole way through. And, and you. You know, like Mike, same thing. Like you made you make great movies, but I think you need to focus back on the acting. You know, I liked you and I liked you in Tokyo Drift. Like every movie you ever made, I liked you, and I think you'll be a bigger star if you focus primarily on the on the movie side than than the the music side because you're out here doing some young, dumb, stupid, ignorant shit. Like, fucking sitting here trying to gangbang. Like, dude, you don't need a gangbang no more. Like, people get successful and they walk away from the gangbang. Because when you don't walk away from the gang shit, look, you see what the fuck happens. You see what happens. Suge Knight should be a... <clears throat> and you know Suge Knight. And this should be a, 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 a prime example for you. If you look at Takashi 69 you look at, you know, a lot of people that have been locked up. The Bobby Smurders, like... You can't tinkle with one foot in and one foot out. You got to get the full the fuck out. And you've, you've been successful way too fucking long to be backstepping. So, uh, that to me, that's just dumb shit. Like, you're better than that. Let's 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 use our brains and, and stay better than that. Because, um, you know, you're just fucking backstepping, bro. You're backstepping. Um, let's get off of that shit. I don't even know how we got on to some fucking powwow, but 
Anyways, Erica Mena used to fuck Bow Wow. <laughs> Louis C.K. taking flack from everybody. How mad are we at Louis C.K.? Let's see if I can find the clip of Louis C.K. talking that shit. He did a bit about the Parkland shooting that is really blowing up in his face right now. Um, and, uh, yeah, he's not, he's not, uh, doing too well with that, like, um, he said some shit about the Parkland shooting, uh, I'm gonna try to see if I can find it right here for you guys. I'm a little disappointed in the younger generation, honestly, because I'm 51 years old. And when I was like 18 to my 20s, I mean, we were idiots. We were getting high, doing mushrooms and shit. And then older people were like, you gotta get your shit together. And we were like, yeah, f- you. And I was kind of excited to be in my 50s and see people in their 20s and be like, they're crazy. These kids are nuts, but they're not. They're fucking mean. They're just boring. And telling them you shouldn't say that. What the fuck are you, an old lady? What the fuck are you doing? That's not appropriate. You're a child. I don't know. They testify in front of Congress, these kids. What the fuck? What are you doing? You're young. You should be crazy. You should be unhinged. Not in a suit saying, I'm here to tell you. Not interesting. Because you went to a high school where kids got shot. Why does that mean I have to listen to you? Why does that make you interesting? You didn't get shot. You pushed some fat kid away. Now I gotta listen to you talking? So y'all heard it there. Um... Man, that's it's it's crazy. It's crazy. Like, um, <clears throat> I mean, I'm kind of on Louis C.K.'s side of this. Like, he's a comedian. Comedians are supposed to be funny. Comedians are supposed to have no boundaries. Um, a comedian should be able to talk about anything and everything that he wants to talk about, whether it's good, bad, whether it's gonna piss you off or not piss you off. As long as a comedian is not like flipping out and saying some racist ass shit, like. Uh, Kramer did, and you know, we've seen Cat William flip out a couple times. You know, uh, to me, as long as you're not flipping out of the crowd, like like on those on those situations, um, you should have. There should be no limits of what the fuck you could talk about. And and what really rubbed me the wrong way is I saw um, Jim Carrey going out of him because Jim Carrey, you know, is one of the biggest comedians ever. Whether he is still actively involved in, in stand-up. Um, you know, I think Jim Carroll will always be a comedian to me. Even though, you know, a lot of his movies, his late recent movies have all sucked and fucking, you know, all serious and he looks like a serial killer in every movie. But, <clears throat> you know, he shouldn't be fucking... From, what, from a comedian, from him being a comedian to another comedian, he shouldn't be fucking judging on on shit like that. Um, I think Louis C.K. has taken a lot of flack these last couple of years, um, you know, with all the whole, I I think, I don't know, I think Louis C.K. is an easy punching bag, He's so anything he says or do is going to be looked at through a microscope because 
of the whole jacking off in front of females who wanted to see him jack off and okayed him to jack off. But then now he's a fucking... They label him as this womanizer and this uh, sexual deviant misconduct harassment type motherfucker when... You know, he he's really not that guy, but because they portray him to be that guy, anything he says is is just at is just put in a microscope and turned every which way to to more damage his reputation than it already is, you know, which is which is really a sad thing because it just shows how sensitive the world is now. Um and not really the world, just the United States. Like how sensitive the United States are. We used to be able to say anything, and and not be fucking overly criticized. Where you're fucking got hate groups and shit coming at you, and you know. And the sad part is, I kind of agree with fucking Louis C.K. on on the Parkland shooting. Like, I don't like to see these little kids that haven't experienced shit in life and be up there fucking trying to enforce gun laws when they don't even know shit about the gun laws. Like, they don't, they didn't study the gun laws enough to know what America is based on and based on these laws and, and you know, the the amendments, you know, where these, these laws are in place for us, the citizens, and, and they want to go after the guns and it's, it's fucking stupid. And I, every time these kids get on TV... I fucking hate it because it's like, like, shut the fuck up because you because you shouldn't be talking shit, you know. Yeah, you were in a tragic event that shit happens, but you don't blame the guns for the tragic events. You blame your you blame the person that did the, that create that that tragic event. Like we've all lost somebody to gun violence, but man, I don't ever go blame the guns, and I come from. Phoenix, where shit, this shit happens all the fucking time. I have tons of friends that I've lost to gun violence, but you know, I don't go blaming the guns. I go blaming the the streets, the 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 mentality of the streets. I go blaming the individuals. I go blaming the upraising. I don't go blaming a fucking tool that that is not intended for killing, but intended for protecting yourself. And you don't go blame the fucking security guards that went and fucking ran away. But yeah, these kids that that are, I mean, I I just agree one hundred percent with Louis C.K. on this shit. And I think because of the the sexual misconduct shit, I I think that's why he's taking so much, getting so much backlash for this shit, which is which is sad, um, because as a when you're a comedian. And I'm not a comedian, but not by any stretch. I could I could be funny at times. I try to be funny, but I'm definitely no comedian. I can't do no stand-up shit. But, um, you know, as a comedian, watching comedians and loving comedy, I, I could, if, if comedy was, was criticized, if comedians were criticized every time they said something outrageous, comedy wouldn't be funny. There wouldn't be funny shit in comedy, and that's when it comes to comedy. There shouldn't be nothing that you shouldn't take flack for anything that's said. You can be criticized, but you shouldn't be taking the kind of flack that 
that Louis C.K. is taking um, because it's just fucking crazy. It's outrageous. It's it's nuts, and um, I definitely I definitely don't don't agree with everybody that's going against Louis C.K. right now because it's it, comedy is one of those things that that's always it has always been crazy. People have always said crazy shit, you know from from the biggest names, from Chris Rock to fucking Cat Williams, and there, there's never been no, from Richard Pryor to Eddie Murphy, like, there's never been no fucking holds bar, and there should never be no holds bar on, on, on comedy, so I definitely have to stand up for Louis C.K., keep doing your shit, that bit right there was actually pretty fucking funny, you heard the crowd going, laughing their asses off, like, even when I heard it, I I laughed my ass off and I agreed with everything he said in it too. Cause, like J Cole said, every good joke contains truth, and uh, there was a lot of truth there. We don't we don't need these little kids jumping on TV. You know that's that's something for the adults to do. Let the adults sit there and stand up for those states and those cities and 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 for um, protecting our our students and our schools. And there's better ways to protect than try to go after the fucking gun laws. Like, like guns are meant for protection. Use the guns to protect, not to fucking... Don't try to take guns away from everybody because bad guys are always going to have access to getting guns. It's just the way it is. So, I, you know, they're not going to give a fuck if the gun's legal or not. So, that being said, uh, we're going to end it here. Um... Shout out to everybody that's been listening in. Our numbers have been going up. I love you all. Thank you very much for the support. Uh, y'all can follow me on Twitter at Nasty Backpack. You can follow me on Instagram at Nasty underscore Backpack. Uh, you can always shoot me an email. I always I check my emails daily. Um, if you want to co-host on the show, I'll show you how to uh, get the downloads. To um, and I'll send you the link. And you can come help me co-host one of my episodes, uh, and you can re- and you can hit me up on Nasty Backpack Podcast at gmail.com for that. Um, y'all been lovely. 2019 is just full of blessings. I love you all. Um, <clears throat> Happy New Year's. Happy holidays. I hope everybody stays blessed. It's your boy Nasty Backpack. Y'all listening to the Nasty Backpack Podcast, and we out. <laughs>